0: danger in writing songs about the people you know. Hi everybody and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching the 1998 Norm Macdonald film Dirty Work, one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones.
1: And I'm John Yabez. And today we actually have a very special guest. Uh, This man, truth be told, he invented himself. Oh. Yeah, a crazy time paradox. He actually went back in time and became his own father. So now he must continually do it or else he will uh, cease to exist. So uh, Time travel is crazy. I think that's the weirdest part
2: about my life is I just live up into the moment. I go back in time and conceive myself. And Mm -hmm. then when that conception happens is my first conscious thought. Yeah, and then I repeat over and over again. Right when I'm in the womb, I can go, "Oh my God, I'm doing it again. Here we go. Oh my God!"
0: Oh, it's like a it's like a groundhog's day situation. Yeah, except I'm
2: conscious the moment conception. In case anybody was wondering, you know, uh, pro life, pro choice. It the second the second that sperm gets in that agar, yeah. as the as the scientists call it. Um, I, I I I have memories from that moment.
1: Wow. Yeah, right from conception. Yep, yeah, that's even the, before that's, your brain forms. It's the downside
2: of conceiving yourself.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, that, that's the only downside. Is I mean. the second you conceive yourself, <laughs> you switch right to that. To, to that. Wait. Yeah. So
0: I'm picturing like you conceiving yourself. That means you're right you're in the sexual act. Yes. And then you climax. Right. And then your consciousness moves from. Not the,
2: yet. Not yet. It's like a time bomb. Right. It's like at that moment, I go, oh, my God, it's only a matter of time. And my old body at that point starts freaking out because it realizes that the second conception happens, mm. consciousness is about to be transferred. Oh, so yeah. at that point, I usually do a lot of things that like, you know, just any adult thing. I like to vote. <laughs> I like to go out and I'll rent a car. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, I like to sign some insurance forms. You know what I mean? Mm. Knowing that I'm about to revert to a zygote.
1: So what? So what happens to your older self? Yeah, what happens to your body? It just continues to exist in this crazy paradox. No, it. What happens is I am in my body. I'm in my body. I'm
2: in my body. Now I'm a sperm.
0: Oh yeah, you're not aware of what happens to that old body because I, I'm in. I'm your, inside your, there. Back inside your your mother's womb.
2: I, for some reason, despite how many times I've done this, which is infinite, considering the time continuum is a loop paradox. Right, it's a flat circle. I'm amazed that I still have not. Recorded this.
0: Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just I like figure something
2: out by now. Or ask somebody. Right. But the, the problem is, even when I achieve consciousness, it's like I can't remember the last time I did it. Right?
0: Mm.
2: Which is weird because if I couldn't remember the last time I'm doing it, how am I talking about it now?
0: Yeah, it's like you know it happened even if you can't remember it. These
2: things are happening. Uh. Like, the, here's another weird thing. Here's another weird thing. Sometimes I'm born... I'm Anthony Negrelli, right? Right. But here's the other weird thing. Sometimes I'm Anthony Negrelli, but I'm born Jeremy Castillo.
0: Oh, um, you might be the same person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's Me- kind of like
2: you would think you would live the same time continuum over and over and over again. And I am. But
1: sometimes it's Jeremy. Yeah, because Jeremy also happens. You know, and he dev- has a definite timeline. Yeah. Right. So basically, you're basically. There's a whole bunch of av- versions of Anthony Negrelli that are yeah. just... I mean, me and David, theoretically, could just be you in some other kind of timeline. Or right. Yeah, that's exactly. Totally that's yeah. what That's what I'm
2: saying. I'm saying that, like, yeah, Jer- that's exactly it. Jeremy is basically where the same person just, just like, you know what I mean, just, like, slightly tweaked. It's kind of like, uh, you know what I mean, like, one's the spicy chicken sandwich, the other one's the original chicken sandwich. Mm. Yeah. Both chicken sandwiches... Both delicious, both very affordable on the everyday extra value menu, Mm. both available 24 hours a day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unlike some of the breakfast items, even though McDonald's says they're going to advertise breakfast all day, why can't I order all the breakfast items all day? Yeah, it's a limited
0: menu at night, Yeah. yeah.
2: And you offer the breakfast items early in the morning, but how come I can't get a Big Mac? Yeah, that's, that's unfair. That's confusing. Yeah. You're giving me breakfast when I'm not supposed to have breakfast, but now I can't get a burger anymore. Where does the Big Mac go? Yeah,
0: Jack in the Box doesn't.
2: You know, Jeremy's kind of like that Big Mac. Where does he go when he's a chicken sandwich?
1: This is a, yeah, yeah. It all very intriguing, Yeah. <laughs> deep uh, things that, are, that have surpassed my thoughts.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm thinking yeah. about? <laughs> is minute 24 of <laughs> minute starts with Mr. <laughs> Hamilton saying, "Nobody messes up. You understand me? Don't mess up." And it ends with one of the Men in Black saying to the other, uh, "Look, an alien. Yeah, we better have sex with each other." <laughs> just both of them Men in Black, I think, talking to each
1: other. See, like I love that because that's 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 just straight up norm. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's a whole like he'll take a phrase everyone knows that everyone know, mm-hmm. right? And then he'll just add a whole bunch to the back to the back end of it to make it hysterical you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like you just, knew, you just knew you can just imagine that Norm Macdonald probably watched a, like a trailer for Men in Black <laughs> so can I imagine Norm Macdonald actually going and watching the movie but going like uh-huh. you know it'd be funny uh, if this was called Men in Black who like to have sex with each other <laughs> <laughs>
2: but it's, it's it's perfect too because once again it's like there's just it's just trim 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 on this movie right He could have had a scene, some kind of funny parody sketch thing with two people, and it could have been really drawn out, but instead it's just minimum effective (laughs) dose. (laughs) Aliens, let's have sex. It's like, I think that's, like, that kind of cadence throughout the movie really gives it its feel, you know? Yeah. Like, where other, you could tell that this scene would have been longer in another film.
0: Yeah. They would have been trying to be very clever, especially, like, just with the title, like right. We've all seen all of the porn parody titles and come up with you know a hundred on our own. Yeah, they're some, all very, some pun, right? Yeah, yeah. they're all clever mm. puns and stuff. But when it says, "Oh, men in black, we like to have sex with each other," <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Sorry. funniest version Sorry, of it. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: you're right. It is the funniest version of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, like, it's kind of just Norm's comedic genius right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one really. How do you take something that would come out sounding so like mundane? out of anyone else's mouth, <laughs> right? And, yeah. like, the norms is just, it's, it's like, magic. And, and another thing,
2: too, it's, like, it, it's, it's these are small things, mm. but, like, you could have just been, like, flip on the video. Ha, ha, ha we're about to do that, right? right? But they go, flip on the video. All right, look away, you know? And, <laughs> they and count they, down to it. And they do that thing with their arms, <laughs> like, actually shielding it, and it kind of makes you think, like, an explosion is about to happen. And you're, like, wow. well, in a certain sense, it is about to happen. <laughs> There is about to be an explosion yeah. in that theater. So it's like, it was, you know, it seems so small, right? Like, right. it's just a, one of numerous things you could have done. But, like, I liked it because that is the equivalent of, like, lobbing a grenade in a room. <laughs>
1: right? It's oh, just yeah. like,
2: tick, tick, tick. It's just a matter of time before that thing blows up.
1: Well, like, you know, it's funny because i uh, not saying that this scene influenced it, right? But, like, as soon as I, I remember watching Glorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching that scene where Shoshana... What's her, oh, was right. That, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, the, the German girl? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. she uh, <laughs> Was she German or was she French?
0: Uh, she was... She's, she's French. French.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: anyways, <laughs> that's the
1: point. The scene where she traps all the Nazis in the theater... I was oh, yeah. playing the, right. the video for some reason when I was watching that I was like I know this has nothing to do with dirty work <laughs> but this reminds me exactly of yeah, dirty exactly work. and I was like starting to think like maybe this movie trying to influence other like trying to see the influence of this movie in other movies
2: well you know it's just it's just kind of once again it's that everyone has these expectations but you're gonna show them something else right it's kind of mm. like uh, even in Fight Club that's another early example of mm. like Tyler Durden used to splice single frames of porn into those movies, yeah. right? You know, I think it's the same kind of deal. There's there's something like very like subversive about it it's 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 almost it's a shame because like you had to go after those families <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. with some very graphic sexual material, but that is the way you get to those guys,
1: right? Yeah. I remember when me and David watched one of the trailers for this. Oh yeah, I don't know if it's for like a later edition of this movie or, or it's what. It's the HD trailer on HD YouTube. Trailer? Yeah, okay. they had replaced the Men in Black title with uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Bone. Yeah. Oh, what? see, that's what you're talking about. It's but then that joke isn't as effective. It's not as effective. Yeah. Yeah. Like to yeah. me, to me, it's also very confusing because like, why would they like were they were they worried about like like the Men in Black title? <laughs> Were really the concern with the this this joke might be yeah might be it's connotation homoph- like black, black people right? it's a
0: little homophobic because it's like oh it's, yeah homophobic. it's a gay thing and yeah. that everyone hates the the, the gay like, porn
1: but like but then they're gonna go after a children's franchise but, yeah.
2: <laughs> but, but see this is this is but see this is why I like that Norm did it and this is what I like about comedians is because like it's like yeah I am saying that if you showed specifically gay porn in that situation right it would be because the thing is that like, a bomb is about to go off reaction, mm-hmm. that is what it would feel like as human beings. And, like, it's not because everyone in that theater hates gay people. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? But it's just something that's, like, you know, it's already, like, non-mainstream, right? Yeah. And then these are people that are, like, underage to boot. So it's right. like you take a non-mainstream and a crowd that's not really hit to that, and it is. It's like a double bomb. But, like, but I could see nowadays someone in some... Market, not market, but some producer or exec, right. watching an early screening of that, going like, "I don't know, that seems seems a little homophobic, like the way that he's going to get those people is by showing." It's like, no, he's not saying that just being gay is bad. He's showing porn. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah, like yeah. it's not homophobic; it's porn. Also, <laughs> <Like,
1: laughs> <laughs> like. that ruins. Oh, well, we'll get into the next minute. <laughs> you talk about decency, right? and Censorship, blah, like. It's, it's one of those weird things where it's like people become really selective of what offends them. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just like, you're really looking out for this one thing, but you're going to blatantly ignore all the other things that are offensive. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's just like...
0: Because yeah, they're still showing porn to children.
1: Yeah. Right? right.
0: That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not thing. a
2: statement about whether gay is good or bad. Yeah. And I and I think I know what like you're referring to, to what's coming up in the, in the future. Video, right. right? It's kind of like, it's like if somebody claims to be heterosexual mm-hmm. right and they watch something that's gay and someone goes ah you looked or whatever it was not yeah. something that's gay and then all of a sudden you're like you know that makes people feel like oh that's homophobic it's like no it's not if you're straight you know that it feels uncomfortable like i'm like i'm sure sort of the way it things feel uncomfortable for if you're gay and you're having to watch like you know things that There's you're something. not into right? right it's just like all of a sudden you're yeah. like oh this is, this is not my thing and it's like, I like scenes like this in movies because I think it's good when we can laugh about stuff like this because I, I can feel the tension in, in other areas of my life when people say things and I can tell that like everyone's wondering, is it okay to laugh? Right. Is it okay to laugh? It's like, it's okay to laugh at gay people. All right. It's not okay to discriminate against them. It's not okay to, but like we all need to be able to like laugh at things, you know, and to straight people, gay people having sex is pretty silly. It just is. It's like you know what I mean. It's yeah, not. It's not it's, you, not. it's not. a judgment on lifestyle. It's just the way that you're built biologically. It makes you feel like, oh yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs>
0: it's like really, if you just picture two people, just the way their bodies fit together, regardless of their gender, like it's kind of a funny thing, right? Yeah,
1: and mm. then like you don't really have to sugarcoat it, right? Like regardless of even how maybe it'll change as time progresses, right? But like traditionally, mm. when you when you think of films, mm. right. Like, it's very hard, even when, a, even when a girl's a bit overweight, it's very hard to make a naked girl funny. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time... Because people feel empathy for her. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, right, like, when a dude's naked, even though he's, like, super in shape, like, it's always funny. Oh, you yeah. Know, right? Like, there's a, there's a scene, and it's, it's also how it's presented, right? Like, of course, it's very <laughs> it's hard to, like, uh, film the, the male kind of physique, like, it's hard to film that in a way to make it look sexy, but not silly. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, case in point, everything in Twilight is extremely silly. And they try to make men look sexy. <laughs> yes. Right? Like, when they have, like, men gliding through, like, on top of treetops, glistening in the sun, right? Like, that is that is inherently very silly. Right. Yeah. But, if it, but, like, if we were to switch those roles, just, like, just additionally, what people are going to tune to is like, oh, that's very kind of graceful. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, like when, it's,
2: it's like when people like to claim that there's no differences yeah, between the genders. I'm like, really? Like right there, you just it's just a perfectly clear example of how the same actions are just received differently. And we're, and people are fine with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People are fine with that. Like nobody is worried that, you know, I'm just saying like, those are the, like people naturally assume those things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, like, like they want to do those things. It's, like, built into us. It's kind of, like, how we as a species selected and survive, you know? It's, yeah, like, yeah. these kind of qualities were things we are looking for mm. in human beings, so... Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, and you can t- say... <laughs> this is, like, a really weird podcast where you're jumping yeah. into gender. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's, it's it's one of those, you know, there's, de- there's definitely, you can't, I don't think you can argue the fact that, like, women are you know, when it comes to women's body image, they're more scrutinized just right out the get go. When it comes to perfection and right, but like no. but men, men also on the, on the flip side, right? They they come under some very serious pressure too. You know, what I'm saying it's kind of like it's kind of like why you have the the, the quarterback kind of stereotype, right? Because like mm. everybody wants to be that guy, but also, but at the same time, everybody hates that guy, right? Right? And like one of the what was one of the reasons why they hate that guy is because he has a perfect physique. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a dude that can take his shirt off and not, uh, not be intimidated. You know, and you think, you think about, uh, the most relevant thing right now, right? Like, superhero films. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's, even if they're not going for a look, like, Chris Pratt even said it, right? Because, like, I remember James Gunn told him, and, it, well, I'm not, I'm not one to be like, I want people to call me out and be like, that's not what he said, right? But, like, <laughs> Hollywood Insider. Yeah, like, I just remember, like, there, I, I read, I read, yeah. there was a conversation between James Gunn and Chris Pratt where James Gunn told him, like, you don't have to, you can look like Andy from, from Parks and Rec in this film. That's all right. I don't have a problem with it, right? But like, but Chris Pratt kind of knew, like, uh, I don't know.
2: Oh, that's why he got in shape. That's why
1: he got in shape. Right. You know what I'm saying? like, he, he knew that, like, well, this isn't Parks and Rec. This is something that's going to want to be uh, yeah. mainstream worldwide, right? Yeah, but right. So, Likewise like, too. that in itself... Right, that pressure, boom. Now he's now he's in super shape, right? Like good for him, right? Like we should all be in shape. Yeah. we should all try to be, to make ourselves healthier, right? But like you know, you take a dude like that who you, you would hope would be on your side and probably understands if you're not in shape. But like he felt that he felt that urgency to need to get. Yeah, in shape. because I think we all deep down know all those dudes, right? Even the ones that aren't in shape
2: and in ourselves like we all know that like even if we're not in shape, nobody argues that that's not better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when people are talking about body issues and stuff like that, no Mm. one is trying to convince men or... And you don't have men trying to convince other men to accept their shitty bodies. Like, we as men have all decided, like, nope, we know what an in-shape guy looks like. And we we know what an out-of-shape good guy is. And we shame the ones and we laugh at them, (laughs) the ones that are fat, because we know they're silly people who don't take their life seriously. Right? And we revere the ones that look super in shape because we know those are the ones the women are going to select
1: to breed with yeah
2: they have that one type super healthy capable <laughs> oh yeah, yeah
1: right i think like you know we're trying to, people are trying to reverse it now right where it's kind of being more something of everybody but like yeah. it's hard just to deny the fact to deny the fact that like men, men kind of have this catch-22 right where it's kind of like well if you're not in shape we're gonna make fun of you but you better not show any emotion because you're a man Right, yeah. right. Like what what happens? What happens to fat guys that get really sensitive about being overweight? Right, they get tormented to like this degree, which is insane. You yes, know what I'm saying? yeah. I like that. Uh, and it's uh, <laughs> you, you see it, you see it, right? There's like two types of fat guys, right? And then, then not to not to go off the deep end here, but like just two types, like because because I'm fat, right? And I fully acknowledge I'm fat. I like to make fun of the fact that I'm fat, right? Right. And then the <laughs> mostly because I, mostly because I know that like uh i have this i have this very off-base view on on all of humanity so like i'm probably not the best example to go off on but right but like i do see it with other guys that like they'll they'll kind of clench up and quiet be quiet and be and want to be by themselves but for some Mm. reason like that attracts the worst people (laughs) right it it kind of attracts these like we talked about this before about bullying Mm. right the fact that oh
2: oh, okay i see where you're going yeah yeah
1: yeah. like to me it's a phenomena that, that I don't think gets explored well enough, right? It's the whole aspect of bullying and why people bully other people, right? Of course, it's a, of course, people could be like inadequacy issues or something like that or like whatever, right? But like I did some re- – I don't know if you'd be proud of me or this, David. I yeah. did some research. I, I read some articles, yeah. right? about they, they did some surveys of people who – of course, surveys, you know, how, how well – how accurate are <laughs> yeah. surveys. But like they did some surveys of people who – were self-proclaimed proclaimed bullies, yeah. right? They were like, so, like, were you... Did you have, like... They had questions like, did you have self-image self issues, da-da-da-da-da? And I found, like, yeah. uh, some of these studies show, like, a lot of these bullies have, like, uh, incredible self-confidence <laughs> and yeah. self-assuredness. There's nothing wrong with them, right? <laughs> they, just li- they just like they just to bully people that were weaker than them. Yeah, <laughs> that I what mean... they perceive yeah. were weaker than them. That weaker thing,
2: too, is, like... That's part of our long history. A lot of people like, or not a lot of people, there are people I've heard talk about the psychology of bullying. And they're saying that uh, some of these tendencies, you know, it's, you don't have anything personally against that person. There's just something in you that despises weakness. Right. Because as a species, we recognize that those members of our tribe who weren't, you know, up to par were Mm. liabilities, were dangerous, or they Mm. were taxing and burdens on that. So yeah. part of it is in order to preserve the strength of the group, you know, uh, a lot of people say they feel this, like, they despised the weakness in that person. Yeah. So that could be yeah. another interesting factor. I
1: mean, it's outdated yeah. now, right? Because, like, if you're in if a sports team, right? I'm not saying that guys, people who are in sports teams are bullies. Bullies are, bullies are bullies are everywhere. But, like, to me, it's even crazy just to read the stories about people that are even connected in the same world. just going either way to bully somebody else as if, like, that person's going to affect... Oh, yeah. Your yeah. progress and whatever you're focused on, right? Like, it's such a weird it's such a weird uh, entanglement thing to me. It's just like, there's always that proximity because of high school. You're kind of forced to be around people that you don't usually associate with. And so, right. of course, you're going to run into these.
2: See, people always look at these, like, the typical Jock character as this evil person, right? That's the typical bully persona, right? But at the same time, it's like, you know, we as a society, like, there's certain ways that we all have to conform. We all can't be these weird, unique, like strange weirdos who all have different ways of being treated, right? We all have like we have conventions that we agree to, so that way we can relate as human beings. Mm. So I feel like sometimes I think there are there are good social pressures that mm. cause people to conform. I, like I said, I think pure automaton conformity is not necessarily the best thing for creativity per se. But I but I like I said. I think for people to, when they're learning how to get along, Mm -hmm. right, that desire to push people to conformity is very strong. I think it's like, like I said, I think it's so deep ingrained in people. I think it's a subconscious act in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. They're finding themselves attacking and going after people before they like sat and justified it to themselves. They weren't sitting around going like, why are all the reasons why I'm going to pick on this person? Instead, they kind of feel it like an instinct. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, oh, this is crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, Mr. Hamilton is a real big bully. <laughs> to the point where his employees are offering to pay Sam and Mitch to get revenge on him. And so one guy offers him $10, another one says, "Put me down for 20 So we're starting to see the seeds of the, uh, of the dirty work business start to
1: sprout. It's great to know that like these two guys are willing to accept thirty dollars yeah. to destroy an entire business. <laughs>
0: <It's>, uh, <laughs> also, where did they get this
1: did game film? That's a good question. But you know, maybe you got to fill in your own. <laughs> I think I think that's kind of the charm
2: of these characters—like lazy, just degenerate, just kind of <laughs> lazy, kicking about or whatever. But the second they kick into dirty work mode, they're fucking superheroes. Yeah. Every time you're like, what did they pull off? I couldn't do that. If, you know, even if I did plan it, you know,
1: yeah. <laughs> I guess we could have talked this well. We could about this last podcast, but like, I just love the fact that they were willing to work at a movie theater right. to pay off $50,000. <laughs> <laughs> you weeks. know? Yeah. And then like, that's where they got the inklings of like, maybe we should do dirty work instead. <laughs> <laughs> Cause this is always, ain't going to pay shit. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a it's a movie theater. So I'm pretty sure they have some kind of porn archive <laughs> buried somewhere deep down. In, yeah. yeah,
0: I guess in the 90s they had since they had all the physical copies yeah. of the movies floating around and stuff. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: that's like it's one of the reasons why I love the internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like we treat that stuff now as a joke, right? But that's what people had to would have to do <laughs> to watch uh-huh. porn, right? Sometimes they have to go to these CD these CD <laughs> theater places, right? Or like go into like a room with a VHS thing and yeah. And just do their but, do the deed, in but, the, but you yeah. see that's that's the thing that I think
2: kind of trip people out. Like that's it shows you how wired into our monkey mind certain things are, mm-hmm. because like that's how captivating images of other human beings having sex are to other human beings. You know what I mean? It's just like it's so captivating mm-hmm. that they will travel and watch <laughs> it on these. Di- you know what I mean? It's like that's a lot, right? No. Like mm-hmm. that's that. Think about the things you'll do that for. Like I haven't seen a movie in a th- theater in a while now. You know no, what I mean, or whatever. Sure. Like, but like that was enough back in the day. People are like, man, you can go and actually watch people. They're like in full motion and all that <laughs> stuff. God, that had to have been just like as much as movies were a trip to people. This is like this to me. This this is like someone descri- discovering like the refined version of it. It's like man, we've distilled out all the bullshit <laughs> of movies. And are showing you exactly
1: what you want, just straight to the fucking. Yeah, no. it's just. I <laughs> well, you know, I think I think the interesting thing about pornography, right, is like it's the most, it's one of the most. You know, if you want to talk about us being aliens, right, it's one of the most alien acts, but su- but like such a common act for right. us, right? right? Yeah. Like if you were like porn, porn has this distinct benefit of just like you'll you'll never meet these performers, you'll never know them, right? Right. But like, if you if you had to watch like your friends have sex with each other, right? That'd be like a very uncomfortable, weird thing to experience.
2: Yeah, right. you need the anonymity.
1: Yeah, because uh-huh. it's like people always talk about feeling nipples and whatever, da 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 da. Right, like, dude, we we're all kind of conformed to like having these conversations, being in each other's presence. Yeah. Right. But like, we're not used to just being naked in front of each other. And like, even beyond that, just having like full, like, full on
0: erections.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, that stuff is still very like
2: weird. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's getting closer and closer to that pure simulation type activity, right? Where it's like, at first, when we told stories, right, it was a way for us to kind of project ourselves. Like, we as human beings could see situations and relate and this and that. To me, porn is like it's not quite virtual reality, but it's not designed in the same way that storytelling is designed, right. Yeah. right? It's like that in between where like you're supposed to feel like virtually like you're there, but it's not a complete virtual experience yeah. yet. It still has to use elements of film yeah. and storytelling. Well, to get yeah, it's and, I, and I
1: think that's like you know as obsessed with you know sex as as obsessed with sex as society can be. Right, it's like a tongue twister in itself. Yeah, right. Like I, I guess, like you just gotta have know that media and inter- entertainment will always trump it, right? Because people will always watch movies and read books, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. and that, like, you know, for if you were as obsessed with it as people would like to think, that's the only thing that we do all the time. <laughs> oh, right. Right, uh-huh. like there's a reason why like they don't put full on sex scenes in movies, right? Because, like, imagine if you had to take a 10-minute chunk out of your movie to film this thing, right? <laughs> then you're like, my God, can we get this going already? Like, the, the, we still got, we got the rest of the movie to watch.
0: Yeah. yeah. So right? It doesn't, it doesn't add a, much to the plot yeah, yeah, yeah. that you wouldn't be able to accomplish so, with five seconds
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, like, that's exactly... Yeah. Like, we still value... Smarter things. Not saying that sex isn't smart, right? <laughs> right? But there's like other things that we, we, we want to go for. That's so. what I'm saying. It's, but it's that distilled dose.
2: It's like, like I said, it's, it's different now. It's almost like it's meant to be virtual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get you that gratification very quickly. Yeah. Right? That's another thing that's so crazy about it. Like, cause even before, like, even when, like, there wasn't porn on the internet and it wasn't that easy. And even when it was in theaters, still, that was still easier. Than other things you would have to do <laughs> to actually have sex, right? It was still yeah. easier than that. Like, actually, like getting laid in real life usually re- revolved, uh, involved, involve you marrying someone or whore. You know, yeah. It was, it was a process, right? So it's just like, I think that was another thing about it too. It's just like, it's not quite, stories ask you to invest, you know, mm-hmm. in it. This, there's no investment. It's just straight payoff. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's crossed the line from that fiction storytelling to like virtual reality but it's like a it's like a shit version of virtual reality kind of like the way if someone were to draw boobs for you that would be a (laughs) shitty picture you know what I mean that's what like porn is like it's that next step it's like it's better than someone drawing boobs but it's not quite
0: boobs yeah (laughs) not quite boobs hashtag yeah Uh, tweet at us at Dirty Work Minute with hashtag not quite boobs not quite boobs (laughs) So I guess anything else for this minute? Uh, No,
1: like this, like this movie. You know, every minute that goes by, it just gets more. Like I just want to watch it over and over and over again. So good, so good.
0: We do watch one minute for the podcast, and then watch the entire movie afterwards every day, (laughs) and we love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, who's this? Who's coming through the spectrum right over here? Is that Bill Cosby? (laughs) Yes. Oh my God, Bill! Bill, what are you?
0: Oh.
2: Oh,
1: hello, guys. Oh, I'm here.
2: I'm here for Jeremy. Jeremy here. Oh,
0: uh, uh, no, Bill. He's not. We have uh, Anthony Negrelli with us this week.
2: No, that's we're, we're kind of we're kind of like the same person. Oh, Bill, I don't know if you remember. That, that's fine because oh, listen, Anthony Negrelli. <laughs> we
1: need you. We need you. Me and Jeremy are in another dimension.
2: I'm ready, Bill. I'm ready for. I'm ready for you to take me. I'm ready to leave this dimension.
1: Did you say your goodbyes? Did you Did you say goodbye to everyone you love? They know. All right.
0: <laughs> well, Anthony, before you go, is there anywhere uh, online people can find you? Uh,
2: no. Uh, I, I usually recommend uh, the best place to find me is uh, in Makiki. Uh, I live near Kamoku Wilder.
0: You're You're using your real name. <laughs> On the beautiful island of Oahu. Yeah, just
2: come and find me. I'm there. I promise. If you want to meet Anthony, it's not hard. Well,
1: not, not very soon because you're coming with me.
2: <laughs> All right. Yeah. But when I'm back in this dimension, that's so, where you can find so me. So
1: go ahead and just stuff your hands down my pants. Oh, oh I'm holding on tight, Bill. <laughs> All right. You ready
2: to transcend no! space and time here with no Pudding. No! Right go
1: oh. Oh my God. Wow. They're, they're, they're gone, David. Yeah.
0: It's that light was so yeah, bright, and, I could
1: barely see. The girl, is has gone. Uh, you left with Bill Cosby. They're going to go save another universe. Uh, yeah, uh, with Jeremy. So, yeah, would, I hope
0: Bill Cosby doesn't take all of our guests every week.
1: I, uh, you know, we keep inviting time travelers onto <laughs> the podcast. This, this kind of par- these kind of paradoxes are just happening. Yeah. Uh, mean a <laughs> yeah. It's been a great minute.
0: Yeah. I
1: been a great minute. Uh, I'm uh, very excited for the
0: upcoming minutes. Yeah. Definitely got an action packed next five minutes. I think for next week. Cool. Yeah. It feels kind of empty in here now, but yeah, yeah, it's because we've got one less person in here. Yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby stole them and left a hole in our hearts. In our hearts,
1: he took Jeremy.
0: He took Jeremy
1: and Anthony. Yeah, man. he
0: got two holes I in don't our know, hearts. Uh, who else he's gonna take? But... Yeah, we'll, we'll see. So, uh, where where can people find you online, John? <laughs> uh,
1: underscore John Yabes. Underscore. I still have not found the original John Yabes, but <laughs> just to let you know, John Yabes, I'm coming for you you take this as a threat it's being recorded i'm gonna find you i'm gonna make sure that i get that i'm, I'm gonna get john yabes as my as my twitter handle
0: and uh so yeah if you're that john yabez on twitter tweet tweet at our john yabez and work at work it out because i'm sure he'll give you money or something
1: money packed in a in a, in a bullet <laughs>
0: You can, uh, you want to find me on Twitter? I'm at DKJ Comedy, and the show is on Twitter at Dirty Work Minute. We also, uh, we got the website dirtyworkminute.com, and, uh, yeah, you can send us an email, uh, minute at gmail.com. So, yeah, uh, reach out to us. We'll talk to you about dirty work, about about gender roles, about (laughs) where Bill Cosby's taking all our friends, whatever. You know, I just want to talk to somebody. Dirty Rascal. Stealing our friends! Did <laughs> If yeah. you see Bill Cosby, uh, take a picture and tweet it at us. Yeah. <laughs> Yell at him, why, why, why are you taking our friends? <laughs> we want him back. Yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> and we will uh, we'll see you next week for minute 25 of Dirty Work. I've never seen Pootie Tang. Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.